Racers, start your engines. And may the best drag queen... Wait a minute. Oh. There's more. Oh, it was forgotten. <laughs> In addition to a cash prize, $5,000, the winner of this week's challenge will also receive immunity. That's right. Immunity is back. We haven't had immunity since season five. That is insane. Now you can use immunity to save yourself from a future elimination. Now, racers, start your engines and may the best drag queen Last thing I promise. This week, I will not be judging you. What? Instead, you'll be judging each other. Ooh. Using a peer evaluation system we're calling Raider Queen. More about that later. RuPaul is throwing more twists and turns than the teacup right at Disneyland, bitch. Racers, engines. <laughs> the best drag queen win! Are you kidding me? The twistery girl. Bitch, we just met each other and now we gotta raid each other? This takes this to a whole nother level. Mary, season 16 isn't who she says she is. Oh my God, Heather, you're gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Uh, Mary, these twists and... Uh, here's my thing. First of all, I'm happy to invite the immunity back. Yeah, why not? Like, what else am I doing? Bring back immunity. I think it's it's different than before. It's more like an immunity idol on Survivor because they can use the immunity anywhere on the season, probably up until, you know, this point, RuPaul will make an announcement like, if you have immunity, this is the last week to use it. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine that that's going to be an element. I Before, if you won the, won the maxi challenge, you were just immune the week after. You didn't get to choose. So this is a smart production decision for, for a, a front runner like a Brooklyn Heights or an Evie Oddly who just fucking bombs Snatch Game. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, what it makes me wonder is when does a queen have to decide she's going to use her immunity? Right. Is it you know? after the challenge? Yeah. Is it like on the runway? Yeah. Right, right. Like she doesn't know what the critiques are yet. Like at what point can a queen be like, can like RuPaul be like about to send somebody home and then that queen's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> You know, and the, the queen's just like, oh, I, you know. It was forgot. <laughs> I have immunity. So I'm actually going to stay this week. And then does that mean, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that also determines, like, you know, if somebody's supposed to be, like, the production has to know as well, because they need to know if that, you know, if that queen or a queen is going home that week, you know? Yeah, exactly. I do wonder. I think, I think they will able to use that when RuPaul is calling who is safe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That like maybe like once they're on stage for critiques, it's like if you have an immunity and you'd like to use it, speak now or forever hold your peace. 
Yeah, you are this piece. This piece. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your piece. And then Michelle just goes, this piece. This piece. <laughs> uh insert yeah lee dawson style um yeah yeah i uh lee dawson style that sounds kind of hot <laughs> well he you know i i noticed he's got a real he had a real marketing uh situation going on where he was posting uh some classic root caps on youtube and then posting an ass picture on um uh, twitter to then promote only fans and i was like girl now that is how you get new customers. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you you use all of your streams of income, so to speak. Yeah, Lee Dawson style. It's not DL. It's LD. It's great. Um, yeah, I, I I I I welcome the immunity back. I worry that it's only going to be these first two episodes for the immunity. Uh, I am just a little worried about that. RuPaul did say like immunity is back this season, so maybe. But here's what I'm thinking, Mary. Like, you can't win immunity twice. So that's why I think it's only going to be the first two episodes. I don't think that, or maybe like, maybe the first three episodes. I don't know. But I feel like it's going to be only the first two episodes, which brings me to the second twist, the Raider Queen. I can't imagine that production is going to kind of give up this much power the whole season. And I think this Raider Queen thing is only for the top two. It's never going to be for the bottom two. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I feel like, and and maybe it was just this week and I'm still kind of getting uh, accustomed to the new technology. But once we got to the Raider Queen segment of the episode, I could not follow. I felt like I was watching the floor of the stock exchange. You know what I mean? When Especially like back in the 80s where it was just like a bunch of like dads on phones screaming. I don't know what's going on. That's what uh, I felt like. Buy, sell, buy, yeah, sell. Right? And then, like, there's somebody's mom, you know, in, like, a blazer and, like, a perm just being like, Dow, 1,500! And you're like, man, Joni went hard in 88. And so that's how I felt watching Raider Queen. Honestly, I was mostly distracted by how satisfying the sound is when they Raid a Queen, which, of course, mm-hmm. I have a clip of. Mm. Oh God! I just felt like juice go through me. That is, oh. hold on, one more. Oh God, ah. Jesus Christ! So I think that they are designing this so that I just keep coming and I don't think about how Raider Queen doesn't actually add up, and it's really producers deciding the whole time. Yeah, I do wonder about that. I think it's not going to be a long-lived segment. I would be surprised if it was. Now, that's not to say I I really want it to last the whole time. I think it's a great twist. It it takes the heat off of the uh, the judges and it it goes to the queens. More drama. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of like, as long as it's not produced, I'm happy. Um, and you know, so if the if the queens are taking it in their own hands, it's great. You. Clearly, though, haven't seen the circle because this Raider Queen system is very similar to the circle. I love that they use a triangle, a pink one at that instead of, uh, you know, another symbol, um, because this Raider system is very much like picking um, who's on the who the super influencer is on the circle. Oh, yeah. No, I I I felt like. That makes sense, and I feel like what I know about the circle is that it was very like it was very like COVID safe. Everyone was like alone in their own little room, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And right. so I feel like between the circle, Raider Queen, and then like 
we'll talk about that mini challenge where RuPaul was in another building. Uh-huh. It, there was something like weirdly isolated and then only seven queens. It was like the socially distanced season premiere, you know? Hey, there's certainly some echoes of that. Although we did get a wonderful visit from a neighbor, which isn't socially distanced. Welcome to the neighborhood, Charlie Theron here. <laughs> I mean, can't with this moment. I, that she had that she had to tell them, and I was like, she had to tell them. She had to tell them. Hey guys, it's uh, Charlie Theron. I know some of you <laughs> probably think it's pronounced Theron. Some of you don't know who I am. Some of you think I'm Margot Robbie right now. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to the neighborhood. Charlie Theron here. <laughs> Do you recognize me as Eileen Warnos in Monster? Wearing Dior. Well, you know what? That's the other thing, Mary. They were like, oh my God, Aeon Flux. I'm like, do not, do not call her Aeon Flux before uh, yeah. calling her Eileen Warnos. Right. Or at least Furiosa. Is that the one she plays in Mad oh, Max? She, she played, yes, or Megan Kelly. Oh, she was great as Megan Kelly. She, you know what she's great in? It's a great movie, Young Adult. Oh, you love the young adult. You I lo- love you young love adult. young adult because you also love the skeleton twins. It's the same cover. I, I well, <laughs> but I, I, I don't. I like the skeleton twins, but I love young adult. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, young adult was great. Uh, but uh, anyway, I, I still can't believe they were like, "Oh my god, Aeon Flux." I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's, no, actually, Eileen. Yeah, actually, you know uh, who? I, what I really love, Charlize. Then this. Let's go way back. The Devil's Advocate, playing Keanu have, Reeves' wife. I have, I've probably barely, I've barely seen that movie, if at all. Yeah. Oh, right. that was. I remember my brother really liked that movie, and it's like Al Pacino plays the devil, and Keanu uh-huh. Reeves plays a lawyer, and you see his butt. And for the longest time, I've always held that he like rolls over in bed, and the cheeks spread a little bit, and I think that woke something up for me. And I think I saw it again recently, and it was just a shadow. Um, so. No hole. But Charlize Theron is great as his just like poor beleaguered wife. Well, there was a lot of interaction between the guest judge and the queens, which is kind of it's going back to before the socially distanced, the masks and the, you know, mm. the the dividers and all of that. So that was, you know, uh, that's why I didn't really see it that way. I will say in terms of these twists in terms of the wait a minutes, uh, it they are entertaining. I'm glad that they're trying to change it up. I just don't think that they're going to last all season. And I'm going to be like, all right, what was that really all for? Um, so, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm withholding my judgment, but I'm also not going to get my hopes, hopes up. It sounds like you are placing your vote. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. Um... It would be so cool to have them kind of rank each other, you know, at least to get to the top queens, you know, I don't know. I think, I think that would be cool. Mary, I think they're going to do it all season. I, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I do. I think that they wouldn't introduce this just to have it be like something that only like seven queens do with each other. Like, I think they're going to do But they're not the going to do. So go ahead. Yeah. Like, I think this will be like the thing all week, maybe every week. Yeah. This will determine who's in the top two and then Rue will determine who's in the bottom and they'll still get to maintain that power. And like, you know what I mean? And And then RuPaul picks, RuPaul picks the top two or picks the top one from the top two. Then RuPaul picks the winner of the lip sync. And then, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the lip sync is always going to be, the top two? Oh, maybe not. May I take that back? I hope not. Actually, that would be 
No, I hope Terrible. it's still lip-syncs for your life. Yeah. You know what, Mary? I have no idea. I don't read yeah. spoilers. Well, that's what this podcast is about. We're just we're talking about. We haven't we have not read spoilers. No. So we don't know. But I that's why I'm trying to like work this out with you. So if they do the rate of queen each week, right? So they the queens come up with the order to give to deliver the top two to RuPaul, and then RuPaul crowns the winner of the challenge. And then RuPaul tells them who's in the bottom. I just, I heard a very specific word in RuPaul's announcement. She said, this week, I will not be judging you. So that's why I'm kind of like, no, I'm, I'm latching onto that. I don't know if this is going to last. I don't know. I, I, I heard that as well. And it, if it was something all season, much like the chocolate bar shades, she'd say this season, I will not be judging you. I don't know. I it's a good question because I also and it brings up the interesting question as well that we always have to think about of like what is it what does that mean on the dreaded social media and fan reactions if so many decisions are being made by the queens versus RuPaul um, and I don't think that that should factor in. It's just a thing that is. You know what I mean? It's like if you it's live. It's going to be exhausting. Yeah. If yeah. you live by it's the be exhausting. beach. Get offline. Yeah. yeah you're right. going to have seagull poop. You know what I mean? Like it just comes, right. with the, it comes with beach living is seagull poop on your deck. And so it's good to, you know, just be aware of that. It's a different type of show. You know, if if they have the queens raiding each other. Yes, there's strategy that comes into play. There's alliances. You know, at least it's different. I think that's something we wanted is them to at least change up the format. But I mean, first and foremost, you want the cast to be great. So there is that as well. So yeah, as far as these twists go, just to kind of wrap up our kind of opening discussion, we, we have a little bit of a, you know, reality TV Von Tease, if you will. Oh, wow. I feel like we got receipts, screenshots, proof, timeline. No, I did it wrong. It's receipts, <laughs> proof. Timeline, screenshots, fucking everything to prove that you are a bully and a troll. It's so important for me to get that speech right because my whole life is before and after Heather Gay slapped her hand and said, receipts, proof, timeline, screenshots. Oh, it's so good. Uh, well, anyway, um, that's as that's as far down the housewives hole I'm going. Oh, you today. love it. You love it. You're in. You're so invested. You've been watching uh, Tanisha's yeah. lives. Yeah. I know. I know you watch. You check Tanisha's stories. I know. I will I, say. I will say the whole like production of that beach scene was um, outstanding. Thank yeah. you. And you know what? You know what? Here's here's when I realized it was outstanding. I actually didn't watch that scene. Uh, as the housewives, I watched uh, these. I think it was one gay guy doing every single character. Oh, and, of course, like, in his yeah. living room, and I'm like, yep. oh, okay, this is camp. This is yeah. Charlize Theron walking in with, you know, lava pudding or whatever it is, and saying that she's yeah. Charlize Theron. Hey guys, it's Charlize Theron, y'all. I brought some South African puddings. <laughs> so. That's what I got for you. No, it's, I'm wearing I, Dior. <laughs> I'm wearing Dior. And you're in half drag. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and you're all shit and bricks preparing, you know, to, you know, prove yourself on TV for the first time. Can't wait. Uh, so who's hungry? 
Well, listen, Mary, I think we have a, a very big episode to walk into, you know, because, you know, we always get new listeners each season. Before we begin, why don't we uh, tell our listeners what they're listening to? Well, for new and old returning and arriving, this is another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which is our podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. I'm Johnny, and what does the Q stand for? Queef? And I'm Colin, and uh, that's partially true. That's what Monica says about owning yes. up to reality Vontese. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I remember. I watched that clip once, and even I remembered that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I get the other choice, of course, is, is when the hair is blowing in Meredith Marks' face on the beach, and she's just like, I just, why do people keep attacking us? Oh, you don't even you know. You know, when it, the other choice I think you could say is, uh, do we have a door? Tsunami Muse says that before Charlize Theron walks in. Oh, a door? A door is here? No, it's not a door. It's Charlize Theron. Oh, they <laughs> couldn't door. get they couldn't get a door. <laughs> Bitches, I'm back, and it's there's no door. <laughs> there's no door, and it's Charlize Theron. You're back. Anyway, anyway, hello, anyone here? Welcome to the neighborhood. Charlize Theron here. Oh. <laughs> uh. Those girls didn't know who she was. No, Mary. none of them. I'm sorry, none of them knew who They're she was. They're too young. Yeah. yeah, or they uh, just it it just doesn't. Or you know what? I'm Safira probably someone. No, Mirage maybe. knew she was eye on flux. So I'll give her that. Oh, okay, but she knew that in the confessional. Oh, <laughs> I mean, nobody yelled out young adult. Nobody even yelled out Tully. Nobody yelled out Eileen. You're out of jail, yeah. Eileen Warnos. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No. No. Anyway, um, uh, Mary. Oh, overall. This split season, you know, premiere. What, where, where were you on this? How would, how do you rate this season six? You know, had a split premiere. The, the past few seasons had a split premiere. Uh, where are you now with it? We liked it before, uh, and I'm wondering. You know, I think that the upside of this is that you do get more time to get to know these queens, and so like, mm. or that's, or it's, it's the. Probably the biggest benefit or the reason to do this is you just get to spend more time with half the cast. And so what that then comes down to is like, okay, but do you want to spend more time with these seven people? And that's what's going to kind of make or break whether this is enjoyable. And so for me, I loved it because I think this is a great cast so far. I think all seven of them were charming. I liked them all. I, they all at least had one moment that I was like, okay, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Some I, I, I grasped onto more than others, but like by the end of the episode, I was like, well, I don't want to see anybody leave yet. And I'm invested. So like, honestly, like, you know, it, it, especially by season 16, we come in with all these expectations and things we hope to change or things we expect or whatever. And like, it's hard to just like, let it all go and be like, it's a bowl of fun soup, grab a goddamn spoon. And I had a great time. I really enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed this cast and I am, I'm invested. So I, I say, keep it. I will say this, if they're going to, and man, put a pin in this Mickey. Uh, but if they're going to have the talent show be the first episode. Yeah, absolutely. No more than seven. So like if there were 12 Queens, this episode, and we watched like a huge episode of 12 talent shows, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, 
that's way too much. Because when once we got to the runway and they had to do the looks, I was like, all right, I'm a little exhausted. Uh, it, mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, this is still a lot. It still felt like a lot to take on. Um, am I missing the other set of queens? Yes. Are they deferring things? Yes. Um, but am I happy to kind of focus on seven and not 12 to 14? N- no question. Yes. Let's, if you're going to do the mini challenge and the maxi challenge and the runway and all that, uh, keep it to seven. Um, it's so much less hectic. And so that by the time we do eliminate, hopefully we will eliminate on episode three, we are on episode four, um, on episode three, hopefully, um, you know, it won't feel as bad and we'll kind of be like, oh, all right. Well, yeah, they should go home, you know? I think that's I think that model really works. I like the idea that the first two episodes are about getting to know the cast, establishing, you know, there's still some stakes, you know, in terms of who's the best. And then vegan steaks. Vegan steaks. Vegan steaks, if yeah. you will. Yeah. And uh, you know, Portabella. And then, Portabella steaks. Oh God. Nobody will ever sell me on the idea of a Portobello burger. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I can see the uh, the underside of the mushroom has those gills. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Those are not grill lines. <laughs> those are gills. <laughs> yeah, not satisfied. Not yet. Bottom, <laughs> you know? God, doesn't that sound sure, just so Mary. good? Oh. oh, God, yes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, so the stakes are, there. there's less stakes, I guess. And, you know, the focus is to win the episode, not to lose the episode. So I do like that, too. Yeah, and I think that then by the third episode, it's like then everybody meets each other, then we go through a formal challenge, and it's like, and then by the time whoever goes home that week, that that queen's gotten a chance to, you know, uh, still show a lot. And I feel like that's, I'm, I'm down with that. I don't need someone to go home the first week. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I don't mind if somebody goes home the first week. I really wouldn't have minded if we had a, uh, what's her face? Um, uh, like Kelly Mantle. Mantle. Crawford. Yeah. Oh, Magdal- well, yeah, Kelly Mantle, I love. Kelly Mantle, I love. Her impact, is, though. Isn't that <laughs> nuts, though, that like, Back in season six, there were queens on that season who didn't meet half their cast, who went home <laughs> before they met. That's hilarious. What are you talking it's, about? Well, it's no, hilarious. It's, it's nuts. It's just a different era of Drag Race. They would never do that now because people like me would be like, <laughs> but she didn't really get a chance to show people who she was. How could she establish a fan base? You know? And so. <laughs> Her booking fee didn't go up at all. Yeah. yeah. And that one was the whole point. She spent so much money. She spent thousands of dollars on a package, right? These words she did. And she had to now. make a yeah. look in her first episode. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, that really was really rough. If you brought a package and you had to yeah. make something your first episode didn't meet yeah. half the cast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't meet half the cast and you didn't get to show any of your looks. God. Well, anyway, I, 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 I like, I like it. Um, the, you know, the split premiere in the sense that it, uh, yeah, it, it, it is, it does feel like there's space. Um, and you know, again, like I said, focusing on who wins, I think is a cool way to go. Here's my last point on it, you know, cause I know that, uh, people wrote in about this. I see some discourse on online about it, but if you don't like the split premiere, then baby just wait a week and and binge watch two episodes together like mm. just do that like That's we true. now have the power we now can rewatch things it's fine and if you're worried about like fomo like 
maybe you can get over that more than the split screen or split split premiere, you know? So I don't know. Just wait. Just wait. I do that with Survivor. I'm just like, oh, God, there's like 85 people on this cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'll I'll wait kind of three or four weeks before getting into Survivor because I'm just like, all right, let's see. Let's get the ball rolling here. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's uh, it's your drag race, you know, join yeah. the revolution or don't, you know. Right. Um, but, uh, you know. Why don't we why don't we get into talking about these these seven queens? We did, I think it was on our only Marys, we did an initial little meet the queens, initial uh first impressions. And I don't remember any of them, but I feel like uh I probably have very different impressions. Like I think, for example, when we first talked about Q, I was like, Oh yeah, Q had green on. I have a lot more to say about Q this week. Well, certainly, certainly a lot more to say about Q. Um yeah, uh, she comes in first. That's always notable on R- Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I and I love that there's a little bit of Bjork in her face. I love just seeing like a oh for sure a little yeah. bit of Bjork. I also and this is just like it was just like an energy, and this might be a good omen. There was just this energy of Isis Couture. I don't know. Like there was just I and I love Isis Couture. You know, she worked at Arita's Italian Ice and she won Canada's Drag Race. But I like you a lot. I by and obviously by the talent show. You like show, me? Oh, you like me? That's oh, nice. oh, that's so cute. <laughs> it's cute. Oh, that's cute. Um, listen, I I think I love Q because her name made so much more sense after the puppet show. Because I'm like, oh, of course, haven't you, Q? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that she's that, that puppet show. Oh my God. No, don't just, even get me started. Oh, don't even get me started. Oh my God. Don't even get me started. Um, and she's just, you know, great confessionals, great interactions. I, I came out of this episode, like really appreciating Q. And so Thank I, you. oh, that's nice. Yeah. And appreciating me and appreciating me. <laughs> no, Megami is next week. <laughs> oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> Listen, Tsunami Muse comes in, you know, her drag mom is Candy. Uh, Tsunami, I think somebody in the episode said it, maybe it was Dawn, who I think is our narrator of the season. Um, Tsunami kind of under-delivered what was expected. Yeah, like my phone, the, the, the warning went off, and then it was just like uh, some beach furniture got knocked over. You know what I mean? It was not mm. a tsunami. It was just some waves crashing on the beach. Sure. You know, had an impact at moments and brought up the peanut butter baby later, which, you know, if we don't make these references, we lose these references. Correct. So I want to, like, recognize tsunami's contribution, but, like, you know, as a as a wise woman says later this episode, give me more. She's, uh, I will say, she is adorable, adorable as reality TV. Uh, one of my favorite moments, uh, besides like she was kind of throwing shade with uh, Q and Amanda, which I loved. But um, when she said, is the compliment in the room with us during Untucked? I died. Oh, see, you know, I did not watch Untucked. Oh, so listen, there was, uh, I, I will explain it. I will explain it briefly now because it's really the only thing that happened. Okay. So Safira says to Amanda, who we're going to talk about in just a little bit, Safira says to Amanda, Ugh, your personality is just so much better than your drag. Oh, and, I like, did see she, people she, mentioning that on Instagram. She meant yeah. it as like, 
kind of a pretty sweet compliment, you know, in the context of who Safira is on this cast. She's very much like auntie, very much like mother, who will tell you like it is, who's kind of, you know, a little prickly, but definitely warm, like a Bianca in that way. Um, and Amanda, I think she she heard the compliment, but oh, all the all the queens were like, you know, ah! You know, just walking around her. And that's when Tsunami is like, oh, it's a compliment. Is the compliment in the room with us? It was great. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. That, so I, I, I was only getting half the story. Now I've gotten the full story because I've gotten the untucked um, there you go. summary. And I figured, listen, I'll catch up with untucked. But, like, untucked lately has been... Kind of oh, like, it's a slug. It's, I just—it's sweet. Yeah, it's sweet. It, it's like a little yeah. dickhead poking out of the top of the the waistband of the underpants. You're not it really. It tastes untopped. like yours, but sweeter. It yeah, tastes like yours, right. but sweeter. You know, right. I can see just the little head poking out, but you're not untucked. <laughs> Un, you know, maybe a little unfurled. You know, no one. Yeah, it's it it it's fine. Um, I think the tape's loose at the be- at the at the very least. You know. All right. Well, I love a tape. Um, so a mandatory meeting. I can't shake it, Mary. She looks so much like Dusty. I do see that, certainly. I do see that that Dusty face. I feel like energy-wise. So let me say up front, I got a soft spot for Amanda. This is my kind of character on Drag Race. Mm. I Right away, I was like, oh, this kid. I love this. I love this. She reminds me of, I mean, like this is a reference for nobody, but she's the PJ souls of drag um, who plays. She's like one of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's little babysitter friends in Halloween and in Carrie. She's the one with the red hat on. Um, of course we know PJ souls. We know podcast. PJ holes. Yes. Yeah. We love PJ souls. But anyway, so that's where I'm starting off is Amanda is the PJ souls of drag. She is very adorable. She's everybody's cheerleader. Um, I also thought her talent um, or her lip syncing number was great. Um, and it was, you know, lots of energy, very funny. Um, and yeah, has that has that personality. I think she's good. She's going to be good reality TV. Yeah, I I just think the the role she's playing in the room with everybody else. I feel like some of the the confessionals, you know, like when she's like, are those really the words when Safira was doing her opera per- performance? I was like, this is great. We got keep, I know that she's not giving front runner, but yeah, that's I, okay. That's we love okay. a best supporting actress. Yeah. yeah. Neither was Melinda and it's Melinda's drag race. So it's just, Melinda's drag race. That's yeah. right. That's so, right. uh, yeah. okay. Um, but anyway, I love Amanda. <laughs> I think she's okay. great. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Morphine Love Dion, uh, I, I will say this. Was it her who said it? It's season 16 and you're wearing a breastplate. You can, you can see the neckline. Yeah. I, I was, it's I was... the honesty that I'm like, all right, I'm here for this. I'm here for this. It's a near enough energy. Yeah. We just went through all of All Stars 8 where nobody ever mentioned it. Nobody yeah. was calling out the fact that that neckline, and yep. we saw it on Drag Race UK season five with what's her snakes, Didi, uh, Didi, and like, and you know, it's like we see this all the time, and I'm like, I, you know, Irene the alien made it clear that I am not allowed to talk about drag because I don't do nope. drag, but 
I needed somebody else to speak for me. You know, as Nell mm. once says to Bill Pullman in the movie Nell, Jay, speak for me. And yeah, I and need... nay, chicken nay, nay. Yeah, because yeah. I am just a tie in the wheel. And yeah, I sure. needed him to speak for me. So I needed Morphine to speak for Speak-girl, me. Speak girl, shish. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big girl, and I never learned how to speak properly because I'm from the woods. And Maddie showed up. I call her Maddie because she reminds me of Maddie in Euphoria. Um. Oh, the friend. Okay. I, yo, now of course I know her. Yeah. Interesting. Is Interesting. that her name? I. That... Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, she reminds me of James Charles. Is that oh well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Out of drag, certainly. Um, <laughs> big James Charles energy, or at least uh. face. Um, but yeah, I. So I feel like I'm gonna be stuck calling her Maddie because uh, that's who she gives me. But um. Oh God! She just walks right up to her and it's like double A cups. I'm like, oh, bitch. Okay. Yeah. She's. I mean, I, I I appreciate that about her. Do I think that she's going to go far? I'm not sure. Um, and uh, I will say though, the honesty is what we need. Well, and I'll tell you this: you'll appreciate this. She she is giving me Monica energy. Monica, as in Monica, is not who you think she is. You know. Oh, the housewives reference. Okay. Yeah, okay. the housewives okay. reference that we started the the whole episode with. There's a bit okay. of a Monica energy, um, and she's bringing BBLs to Drag Race. I think, you know, BBL visibility. Yeah, educating people about about a witness protection program, which I love. Yeah, that euphemism. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and it reminds me of what's that song where she's like, she got a big fat ass, big dicks follow. Like that's what I thought. Oh about. God. That's uh Ciara and Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just thought, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that lyric. She got a big fat ass. I got big a big dicks. fat ass, big dicks follow. Big yeah. dicks follow. I just, the idea of these like big dicks just running after her big fat ass. Yeah, so that's what I imagine for yeah. morphine is that she's just walking around Miami just getting chased by big dicks like like Pepe Le Pew. Well, Safira walks in. You know, Auntie has arrived at the wedding. Um, and I have to say, she completely delivered the entire episode. Um, I wasn't disappointed. I don't think she faltered at all. I think if there's going to be any faltering with Safira this season, it's going to be how she interacts with some of these other queens. Because she, it sounds like she just doesn't have any time for it. Well, you know, from what I'd read, so I think she had auditioned like 11 times. And so oh, wow. uh, she feels like somebody who finally got on the show and was not going to waste their time. And mm. so from that lens, I was like, I, I mean, you know, I get it. I get it. Like, you know, you got a job to do. And she really I mean, this is a great. This was, as you know, as Michelle or Ross might say, this is a great week for you. This is a great week for Safira. She killed it. Um and yeah, I mean, uh, out of drag, I was getting kind of like Tay Diggs' gay younger brother. Mm. That's that's a nice thing. Um, and yeah, I I thought she was just a star of this episode, and her her chemistry with Rue, like you can tell, Rue yeah. loves Safira. Uh, yeah, no, they speak the same language. Yeah, for sure. yeah. For like sure. I can't wait to talk about those slew feet. <laughs> uh, slew feet. Um, so Mirage comes in, and I got to say, Mirage, um, we'll talk about this more on Nuance, which is the All Right Mary after show, which you can find all about on patreon.com slash All Right Mary. Um, this week or this season, we're doing Nuance. Where we're kind of doing a Mary mailbag. We're taking 
um, you know, questions and comments from our listeners and discussing them on Nuance, which will be great. Doing some polls, doing some exciting games over there. So that is all on Nuance. Um, so I will talk a little bit more about it. But Mirage, if I'm going to cast her as an actress, I don't know if you remember this reference, but she's giving me Kimber from Nip Tuck. Now, I never watched Nip Tuck, but that does not mean anything. Because if I just do a little goosey Google, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, you're talking about Kimber Henry, played by uh, Kelly Carlson, of course. Yes, Kelly Carlson, yeah. Kimber Henry. There, it's, it's the hair. It's the way that the... I if you watch it. that show, you kind of understand she has this kind of... She's also a slut. Like, she is... She's the other woman kind of thing, Kimber. Mm -hmm. She's kind of a mm -hmm. gold digger a little bit. Um, but yeah, she and she's, she's very smart. But um, yeah, stripper heels. Like so, that's what I'm. The, the energy I'm getting from Mirage, particularly with the hair when she walks in. There's like Kimber hair to her. I can see she's got a bit of a Kimber mouth. Like I, um, so Mirage. I mean, I love this entry line of like, I hope you trash bags are ready to lose. Like it wasn't even like her like being a bitch it was just kind of like lose like it was just like a throwaway i thought it was so funny <laughs> and i feel like listen i mirage, mirage was great but it took me a couple days and it took like other people on social media kind of like oh hold on just watch the talent show yeah. one more time and yeah. i'm like oh my god you guys mirage i i will say that 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 talent show was produced really really well Particularly every single time she says, I'm kind of a bitch. Yeah. Like that is to me, I hope it sticks because it is, it is so cunty. I just love how she says like, Ugh, I'm kind of a bitch. It, there, it was yeah, it was that energy that I think made. I mean, obviously the heel, heels clacking, all that is amazing, but it's the energy that she surrounds the performance yes. with, yes. and that even heels goes clacking back, is fine. It's a stunt. Yeah, you know, it's, it's great. great. But that goes back to even her entrance look. She is a Las Vegas shopping mall drag queen. Mm. Like it's great. I I she's kind of a bitch. Yeah. I'm kind of a bitch, and like. I I don't know. I really and of course she's got those those braids that I really love. Well, um, I mean, and she's giving me Alanis. She's giving me Alanis Morissette in yellow in the ironic video with those braids. Alanis in deep tuck. Oh. <laughs> and Did I say deep tuck, <laughs> deep tuck. Because I'm thinking of head over feet. They're not in the car together. No, 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 no. It's the car one in ironic. Alanis ironic. I mean, I remember them in that car because I was a kid watching that video. Yeah, like, and just Ugh. type in yellow and and or and and look for her in yellow because it's those braids. And yeah, that's it's. All it's right. this, I'm, I'm looking at it look. right now. There I she. See it. Oh, I'm looking at her right now. She's in the back seat eating something. Of course. Uh -huh. Oh, that's like that's the sort of mischievous Alanis. <laughs> Yeah, it's the girly one. It's yeah, the, yeah. God, Alanis, because the one driving is the responsible one. Yeah. Well, that's that's herself. Yeah, um, right. But yeah. then when she really wants to let loose, then she's the one. This is really it. internal family systems, right? Isn't that what this whole video is? Um, oh, I I think this that I have to I would have to watch the video again as an adult because I've only ever seen it as a kid, and so as a kid oh it was just God. like, man, that car is so ugly. No, it is so smart, and I. I don't even know if IFS was like a thing back then, but this video is an example of internal uh, family systems, like to a T. And yeah, that is uh, the backseat, the 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 Mirage 
out of drag braids that's yeah she's like the mischievous the the giggly that the child yeah yeah the one. oh yeah she, there's a wild side one there's an angsty one you know she loves those internal family systems that couple the harveys oh, or whatever she, she loves that. that couple that wrote she the books on them yeah she had oh, them on she, her podcast she, uh, she she loves ifs anyway yeah. um so yeah no mirage you know i i'm gonna say this on the main episode i probably won't ever mention this again but i am a little worried i'm a little worried that mirage is gonna kind of be the new anitra and not to say that i that that's a bad thing i think anitra is great but i i feel like anitra developed this like rabid fan base and i don't want that to happen with mirage well, they're both Vegas queens, so maybe you know, mm. you, maybe you know, you you take these 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 desert beauties out of their arid environment, and you bring them to Simi Valley, and they wilt a little. I don't know. You got to just too much humidity. I don't know what I'm talking about. I hope she turns out just fine. Well, last and not least, Dawn comes in. Um, you know, she kind of sets up a head-to-head with Q, because they're both really good seamstresses. They both do really good makeup. They both, like, do drag in the way that RuPaul, I think, really loves drag, where it's irrelevant, irrelevant, irreverent, where it is, you know, uh, not just severe and fierce and glamazon, that there's a silliness to it, that there's a wink-wink, there's a pervy aspect to it. Well, and and as Q points out, like, ooh, she's got a potty mouth. So she's mm. got a potty mouth. I just thought I'd, mm. I'd point that out. Um, yeah, I mean, and then, of course, you know, the alarm goes off. And instead of everybody being like, what? Hold on. There's only right. seven of us. It was just like, right. oh, oh, it's a split premiere. premiere. <laughs> yeah, uh, duh, we we all know what's going on here, and I love that. Like, let's—it's kind of like on Dragula when the alarm goes off, and like at this point, the queen, the monsters are like, "Oh my god, I'm not done with my makeup." Um, they're just doing the bit. Yeah, they got to do the bit. Um, well, have you watched the show Tamar? Uh, there were a lot of quotes this episode, which I really appreciated. Q starts us off with that one. Um, if you've watched that the was, show, Tamar. Oh, no, that was uh, Morphine. Morphine. That was, yeah, it was Morphine yes. slash Maddie. Morphine. Yeah, Maddie Morphine. Oh, yeah, Maddie. Oh, right. Maddie Morphine. Um, the moment that I almost clipped for our clip of the week was, I couldn't, I can't tell if RuPaul had a little bit of venom behind this. But uh, somebody yells out when she wa- when he walks in the workroom, like, oh, it's giving train conductor. And RuPaul's like, yeah, we're going to be pulling a train later. And then there was like probably a series of awkward cuts. And then RuPaul goes, oh, my God, HR. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I couldn't tell. I think it got was... uglier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Rue walked in and I was getting the boy in the striped pajamas, which probably would have also been an HR nightmare as well. That's Mm. what I saw. I was just like, no, Rue, don't go that way. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, you ever uh, seen that movie? It's a dark reference. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I, I know exactly what that reference is. Oh, I see. Is. You're trying to avoid talking about it. I see. I'm We're trying to get make... back on the train. I'm here, trying to Mary. say, like, yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> Isn't Go it on. ironic? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen. Um. Oh, my God. HR. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, HR. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we already kind of talked about RuPaul here, but uh, RuPaul uh, introduces the mini challenge, uh, which I got to say is one of my favorite mini challenges to date. Um, it, it's similar to season 11 when 
uh, RuPaul acts as the bouncer of the queens trying to get into the seduction concert backstage. Yeah. Now we are at RuPaul's house. And I mean, like, it was only a matter of time till this was going to happen. Michelle, you remember my porch? Well, yes, of course we remembered uh, her porch. Um, I I did love this opening line. She chose Amanda, I think, to start with as kind of the to see the the setup of this joke. And I love how RuPaul's I mean, RuPaul shines at this kind of stuff. RuPaul is so good at playing like the abusive photographer, like the, I don't know, the hazing that RuPaul can kind of do. She's very good at walking that line. And particularly in this where we don't see her, you know, we, we see her, you know, in a, a room seven, however many, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh film shoots away. But, um, yeah, I just, I just love it. I really do. And she says, um, oh, I invite you in, but I just shampooed the carpet. Like, I just love that. <laughs> but instead, yeah, she is in her dressing room. She has had to take a golf cart from this studio to that one. Mm. She's a, She has the Golden Girls on mute, and she's filming this bit. At first, when I was watching this, I was like, are these all canned clips that they're the queens are now interacting with? But then I realized, no, 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 no. This is definitely no, all no, happening no, no. live. Because yes. I was like, oh, come on, you guys. It was an odd choice. It was an odd choice. It was fine, and I love the I love the season eleven challenge. There was, it was just a choice where I was like, "This just feels like something you'd have to do in season twelve because of you know the mask." Well, I will say this: it was it, there was a a really elaborate set. I was like, okay. I also love the gag that the queens were like, "Oh, something's gonna happen," and the door doesn't even fucking open. Like each queen had a different reaction to realizing, oh. This is it. And I kind of love that. I I actually really love that. Um, I particularly I mean, same, also loved – go ahead. I was going to say, but at the same time, it, it is a genius idea to say, okay, I'm just going to throw you into this situation. What are you going to do in this, in this set full of props with nothing to interact with but a voice? It's kind of yeah. like – Let's let's like the literally, show. yeah. Let's see if you sink or swim. You know, and more I saw I, I saw some really great performances, Mary. Real and like you know, like it really it showed me who is not who's going to go home sooner rather than later. It really did. Um, and you know, I'll 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 put my money where my mouth is. I won't put any money down. I'm just kidding. But like Sturdy. I will say, um, kind of what it showed me and who I think this mini challenge kind of exposed. But um. The line, use those knockers. I mean, the knocker on my door. Brilliant. Mary, brilliant. Well, and then Love Connie shows up, which oh, I thought was Connie. such yeah. a gift. And I think that officially this is my favorite drag. This Aunt Connie as the as the mm. meddling neighbor, you know, not fooling nobody in terms of an illusion and not trying to. This is it. Sure. This is my kind yeah. of drag. And I just love the decision of like, yeah, let's just throw Connie into this. Yeah. Connie's around. Sure. Um, we also get another drag race reference. Jasmine Kennedy. This is my moment. Have it. Uh, Amanda says, this is my moment. I want to have it. So I was like, well, okay. Well, if it. we don't make these references to season 13, we will all forget season 13. 14? That's right. Season 14. 14. Season 14. I also... I also believe that RuPaul, if RuPaul wasn't playing a voice behind a door, we wouldn't have gotten this. What does the Q stand for, Queef? Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. Do you think that Ru would have been too shy to do that in person? 
I don't think RuPaul, I don't think it's about being shy. I think that RuPaul can act so much cuntier when she's playing this role of the hazer. Yeah, I mean it. It is very reminiscent of that. It's the same character from season eleven. You know, it's, it's the just, same one. It's the bouncer at home. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. Um, you know, sh- tsunami comes in. Uh, you know, RuPaul has to ask her how to pronounce her name. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I thought all of them. You know, I mean, to varying levels, I think nailed this. But I think that Dawn came in. Knowing the assignment. Like, all I'm here to do is make RuPaul laugh. That's literally the job. Everything else is... The photo is secondary. Tertiary. For sure. For sure. And I have a clip of that, too. It's worth listening to. Excuse me. I have bacon. What kind of bacon you got? Vegan. Bitch, you better get off my front porch. Okay. I ain't studying no vegan bacon. Are you vegan? I actually think we should let animals vote. And who do you think they would vote for? Not you. I'm here to make Rue laugh. That's it. RuPaul and Dawn, I mean, this is gold. This is gold. RuPaul clearly is feeling this energy, loves this energy. You know, she gets to bitch about, you know, vegan bacon. She almost drops an F-bomb. And when when Dawn claps back, RuPaul says, are you vegan? Well, you know, I think we should let animals vote. And who do you think they would vote for? Not you. Mary, that is, I mean, if you're going to like take a moment from this episode to remember later, it's that is one of the moments. Well, and it's kind of like when when people do an edit of like, you know, when did when did a queen win the season? You know what I mean? It's like you I'm not saying that Dawn's going to win, but like it would be one of those moments similar yep. to like when Simone dialed in that first lip yep. sync or yeah. when yeah. Willow dropped the like toaster in the in the uh, bathtub or the spaghetti. Like there's just like certain moments where it's like, there you go. Yeah, I, I, this interaction I don't think Dawn is going to win because I don't think they're going to crown another like Willow Pill type. And unfortunately, I have to kind of compare. It's that same type of quirky brilliance. Um, hey, I, am I rooting for everybody? Yes. But um, I, I don't know if this is Dawn's season to win uh, because of the politics of who they crown. But uh, sure, this is one of those moments to remember. Um, this was a perfect interaction. This was gold. This went exactly how it should have gone. And I, you know, I'm actually, I'm not very familiar with Dawn other than what I saw this episode. So, like, I can see that she's a weirdo like like Willow Pill, but otherwise it feels like very different drag. Like, yeah, it is. Well, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also love that she ran at Love Connie. But what if I yeah, did? Like, yeah. that is, oof, it's great. Yeah. She yes anded this challenge very hard uh-huh. versus kind of being like, huh? Oh, oh. Okay. Ooh, oh, oh, right. The package. Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, like, yeah. Sure. Like, I think that was the real tell in this in this challenge it was really the challenge of the challenge was like yeah i no one's looking at the photo we're using a ring camera you know right nobody's looking at the photo mirage comes up she was the one that i feel like was it exposed the most because she was like oh yeah the male right she she just wasn't there and i think that that showed a lot her and tsunami i think were the weakest at this challenge which kind of tells me like uh they gotta improve there because i'm seeing a little bit too much Uh uh-oh 
You know, Uh-oh. wear a panty. Wear <gasps> my panties right here. I could send you home. Bye, Amy. Bye, Amy. <laughs> uh, well, then obviously. Safira shows oh, up comes. and it's yeah, and it's yeah. just it's an immediate <laughs> chemistry. Yeah. yeah. I just it was just right away. I was like, oh, this is great. Like as soon as Safira <laughs> said, like, oh, you're not gonna get robbed, RuPaul. Yeah, ain't nobody I robbing you. I was like, yeah. oh, you got the <laughs> Yeah, you'll be just fine. Yeah, work the sidewalk. Don't tell me a stranger. Oh, oh don't tell me uh don't tell me uh what was what is what, how did she don't say? tell me you're a stranger to work in the sidewalk. Oh yeah, you're a yeah. stranger to work in the sidewalk. Brilliant. Yes. And then we get another callback, Pikaru, I see you. Um, which, you know, another callback to old drag race. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, a little bit of Miss, Miss Love Connie at the end, uh, just for good measure. And I hope they bring her back. I hope that Love Connie, like, we do not need a fierce Brock ally this season, but I hope that we get appearances a la the Broccoli in season 12. Incorrect. Uh, well, we find out about the challenge. It's going to be an MTV Spring Break themed talent show, which... Is a stretch. I hope they stretched before that reach. Um, but you but know, <laughs> what I recognize what they're doing is they're like, what do we have our mitts on? And can we play a little nostalgia factor? Sure. What could we like wrap this in? Because like certainly MTV Spring Break is a, I, I, I hope, I wonder how many other gays out there remember the whipped cream bathing suit challenge because that was an awakening. Mm. That was an awakening. Like, have you ever seen that clip of the whipped cream bathing suits? Um, I'm only imagining the Not Another Teen movie with Chris Evans. I mean, it's it's that, but it's melting. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, and it, uh, and it just, oh my God, like, it that was something. So I can appreciate that. I did think it was funny when RuPaul said, and the best part, it's not happening in Florida. And A, like, morphine is like, Okay, standing right here from Miami. But then B, my I was imagining right all of my panty is right here by RuPaul. But I was imagining all of these like RuPaul's drag race viewing parties in like Fort Lauderdale and RuPaul oh. saying that. I just thought that was just like what a funny gag. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I'm sure that the gay people in Florida totally understand what she means. Oh, I don't think anyone's upset. I think it's funny. Like, I think it'd be it's a it's a great little gag moment. Um, That's funny. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's not funny. Yeah. Well, it's not funny. It's not funny. Funny. Um, well, you know, Mary, we have a lot of episode to talk about. I wonder if we could just like run to the challenge. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, when that natural fat know what to do, then it gets out of the way and lets you run for the challenge. Um before we get there, I just had to quote that because I just love that idea. Like when when what's her snakes, uh Safira was talking about her own ass and was like well, when that natural fat know what to do, and it's like exactly, just let your natural fat ass know what it knows what to do. Um, big fat asses have big brains. Uh, the only other things I wanted to mention are we have talked about Charlize Theron. I did just write this down that I think that I also want to point out that Charlize Theron is the pink of actresses, like the singer pink. I think, oh. like, I don't know. I just I put that into the world. She's the pink of actresses. Um, and then when she came to visit, one of our Marys pointed out that Dawn looked like Julianne Moore. And I have to tell you, she looks like Julianne Moore in this shot. It's yeah. so funny. I hear you. I hear you. On yeah. That. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, and I just thought that was like, if I'm, I, I don't want to talk about anything else. So I don't can't talk about the moment where Dawn looked like Julianne Moore in this mm. episode. Um, 
But well, yeah, yes, she's secure, Mary. She's secure. Yeah, I'm thickier. <laughs> I don't think we have enough hot dogs. <laughs> oh my god, still smoky. <laughs> That's that's I think my favorite movie line from 2023. Still smoky. <laughs> All right, um, but anyway, let's go to the runway. I this talent show had a lot of lip syncing, and so for me, uh, it was a lot of lip syncing up to like Drag Race versus. So for me, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I want this talent show anymore. If it's just going to be people spending money p- to produce drag race verse tracks to bring onto the show that, I mean, granted two of them were really great. Um, but I, I, I want a talent show. I want something with a lot of variety. I don't want it to be lip syncing. And I think that there should either be a rule like to not have it be that, or I don't know, uh, find some way to change it up or, just start these episodes with a different challenge. I mean, I don't know. Does it, the design challenge, I understand. People think that might be a little um, unfair. Okay, fine. Um, But give us an acting challenge. Give us an infomercial. Hell, could you imagine? Give us Snatch Game. I'm just saying, like, like what if, what if we, we didn't do this Okay, I have to listen to them, you know, basically rap about how much of a fierce cunt they are, you know? I mean, I think I agree that it's it has become kind of, you know, the the expected of like yeah, it's a verse off. And like more often than not it is kind of like this here's why I'm so fierce. And it's like, "Oh god, we if if anything, if you're going to do an original lip sync, it needs to like show us, Valerie. Stop telling us. Yes, you know what I mean. Stop telling us how great you are. Just show us. And I mean, I know that it involves budget and getting licenses and or you know whatever, uh, whatever to be able to do like original. I know other people's songs, but like there is something to like. I don't know. Seeing a queen kill a classic lip sync song. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's like, so I'd rather see that versus seeing you like nail your own lip sync that I wouldn't call a classic. Yeah. And some of them are really great. Like we loved Mirage and we got to see her clacking her heels, but like, could she have done that to another type of song? You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I know that I'm being a kind of like a picky fan right now, but I, if, if it's not going to be, you know, the, the so address in 60 seconds or it's not going to be um i don't know make ice water uh or the puppet challenge or i don't know uh transform from a car into a dress you know sethless mm-hmm. um it's not going to be oh man safira's talent right like i don't know if you're not playing the guitar like tricks me to tell i i'm just like show us something else right because otherwise i'm going to be like well uh, this is, uh, I've learned nothing um, except that you can do a lot of splits. Well, I think it goes to show that the top two this week were the ones that really brought something original, you know? Oh, for and sure. not that it, they were revolutionary ideas. We've seen queens do puppet shows on Drag yeah. Race, but what Q did was so specific and so funny. And like, she didn't, you know, try to like do too much. It was like, you've got a great idea play with mm-hmm. it and then yeah, the same you have for a minute Sefira. go yeah mm-hmm. you have a minute and like that and it worked and the same for Safira. it was like great 
You know, you want to do oh, you want to do opera God. and then slide into a split. Great, Mary, done. I, I, I let's just start with Safira because I gotta say, first of all, she was kind of serving um, RuPaul on the cover of Vogue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so high drag, she, and opera is high drag. Obviously, she's singing "Omio oh, Bab- Babino Caro," which is like also very just grand dam of her in the same octave. Okay, here's the thing: the last time we heard opera on Drag Race was with um, Monet Exchange. Monet Exchange obviously has a very talented um, operatic voice. She studied it, but. Why this Safira Cristal number blows Monet's out of the water is because there was a perspective brought to it. It actually was what I think opera should be doing in general, which is, yes, take the art form, sure, but like we have to update it. We have to make it something else. We have to bring it to blank. And what Safira did, she brought it to comedy, she brought it to drag, and she changed the words. Mary, when she started bobbing up and down in that split, singing Daddy Forgive Me, I I, I, I absolutely was like, hands down, this is one of the best performances on Drag Race. It was so smart. I, yeah, I thought this was, this was a great performance. And uh, yeah, had perspective. I, it was great. Overall, yeah, just an incredible, you know, uh, decision, I guess, of like, how to make an impact versus mm-hmm. I feel like some of the other choices where it was like, okay, so, uh, okay. I mean, listen, they're all more talented than me, but I think that like, it, I appreciate like that. For example, I think Dawn was saying about tsunami. Like, I guess I just expected more given the reputation, all the stuff about your walk. And I had felt the same way, but I was like, yeah, but I, you know, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about drag. I'm not on do drag, Irene. So I felt like the show was was kind of like acknowledging, like, no, you're right. We all thought this was yeah. going to be a bigger. We all thought this wave was going to really knock the resort right off the beach, and yeah. we we lost a couple of towels and pool noodles. You know, it was a little bit of a tsunami snooze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I exactly. I, I slept. I, you know, it. and and it's it's kind of the 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 downfall of having. A drag mother who has comedian on the show a few times, uh, you know, to also being in that world. I wonder if Tsunami just got bad advice on how to do the talent show or just got, uh, you know, hooked up with a producer that just kind of did things for her and, you know, just and she just kind of winged it. Because honestly, Tsunami, it wasn't like it was bad. It wasn't like she looked bad or anything. Like she's a gorgeous drag queen. She's clearly talented. But what she was giving, it felt like the bare minimum. Yeah, I think everyone everyone came to the potluck with like pretty a pretty, you know, meaty dish. She had brown rice and vegetables. You know, you do eat brown rice and vegetables, don't you? Um, so yeah. And so I just uh I think that's all. Yeah. Bottle Levion. Yeah. Uh thrust it. Thrust it, yes. thrust it. Thrust it. Listen, Mirage, speaking of uh Nomi Malone, um she she's such a bitch. <laughs> she's such a bitch. You think I'm a bitch? Well, you're not that wrong. <laughs> I mean, because at first when I watched this, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Love the legs and whatnot. But then it seemed like this really picked 
picked up some steam on social media and people were really living for this. And I was like, okay, let me, I'm just going to watch it a few more times. And it, I mean, I still, I want to see, I want to see those heels clacking like the, like, like one of those things that like a rich guy has on his desk, the balls that go left to right. Uh I want to see, I I want nonstop clacks, you know? Mm. Um, Yeah. Well, she did a lot of clacks. It was impressive. I love that she called herself the Swiffer of Las Vegas. Um, It was a great performance to me. It, it maybe was like top three. Um, I don't know if it was top two for me, just because again, it, it was a lip sync. Um, there were a lot of tricks, which is great, but I don't know. I I prefer when something is very different, when something is very kind of out there. Um, the cue, her puppet show was, it was so stupid. And that's yeah. what I think was so great about it. And like the gag of the hands being the feet was of course great, but then the face that she held the whole time yes. sold it. It was so good i i was so impressed i thought it was so funny and just like i mean the right kind of stupid you know because i think that like dawn was doing kind of like in amanda they were kind of like working in like levels of of intentional stupid in their performance mm-hmm. but q like in like l- a little flat smile like nailed what it means to be so stupid in a performance I think so. And she's also so gorgeous. Yeah. So you're kind of like, you don't expect her to do something that creative. And I know that kind of sounds like a backhanded compliment, but like, I mean, Morphine looked gorgeous and that's all she was, was gorgeous. You know, she Mm -hmm. blew smoke from her hand and then like, okay. Yeah. I know. I thought Morphine's was, um, I didn't, you know, uh, I, I thought it took the pain away and I didn't feel anything, you know? You know who was the worst? I just didn't feel anything. Sorry, who was the worst? Derek Barry. (laughs) Oh my god. But like the 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 camp of like Well, it was camp. Yeah, it was camp because it was so bad. It was so bad. And you know that wasn't Derek trying to sound like a bad spring break announcer. That was Derek being a A bad spring break. But yes, yeah, they they I did want. that. They picked that. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. They picked the person with the least charisma, the least mm-hmm. hosting skills yeah. to host the talent show. Come on, girl. Go on, girl. Yeah. Give us nothing. <laughs> Gimme more. Like it was just Gimme more. Gimme more. Please welcome to the stage, not Demi Moore. It's <laughs> Gimme Moore. It's Britney, bitch. Yeah, it's Britney, no, bitch. Derek Barry, uh, up for Best Sporting Actress of this episode because it was just, it was like, it was it was Elizabeth Berkley and Showgirls level yeah. of brilliant casting. I loved it. I just, I thought to give us, to give us Love Connie in Act 1, to give us Derek in Act 2, to give us Charlize Theron with those South African cakes, having to announce herself in the workroom. Mm. Like, I I just, you know, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I love this episode. I got no notes. I had a great time. You know, like there was so much on the table. I, you're right. And you know what? I didn't think they needed the runway because I was kind of like, yeah, oh, here we right? go. All right. Yeah. The, the runway was great. I have zero notes about the runway, actually. Um, I think if I'm going to pick my favorite look. Ooh, this is going to be a really crazy decision. Are you ready? Okay. For the reference alone, 
I think my favorite was Morphine. Oh, because it was a towel dress. Correct. I mean, you know, I think if it wasn't the premiere episode of the season and it was just, it was a cute reveal. A re- reveal. I liked the colors underneath. Reveal. Yeah. reveal. Yeah, it was yeah, a real yeah. reveal. I liked yeah, it. Sure, sure, sure. You, shouldn't, you shouldn't be wearing a bathing suit on episode one. So maybe that's kind of the lesson. But yeah. No, I thought she looked great. Um, and it was, it was done really, really well. Um, I think if I'm going to pick a second, it's going to be Amanda, even despite her makeup. Oh. Oh, I mean, for me, it was the moment Amanda's wig fell off and she had to do the run ah. over again. I was like, that's it. That's this is like perfect. a perfect example of like perfect. what I'm watching Drag Race for. And, yes. and the way that the gag worked because the look on her like painted face was like, whoa, it was so good. I I just I love that. Oh, I wanted her to just do that, like have that happen. And then the way she just walked off, I was like, oh, if that was it. Yeah, I, I would have been so happy if she. <laughs> it, it was so good. I just I. Uh, you know, and I love, I, I want a super cut of like meta confessional moments when queens are like, oh my God, don't put that in. Because I just love, oh, right, right. I love that gag. Um, you know, listen, I know that Tsunami, uh, you know, didn't get high marks for her look. Uh, I I did, I, don't, I just like the cadence of RuPaul saying, come on, Evelyn, Champagne King. <laughs> oh it sounded God. like, an, it was like an alternate version of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary, come on, <laughs> Evelyn, Champagne King. Um, but what I really appreciated was that Zunami with those bangs, she looked like Sue from Veep. Oh, you just, you just binge watched it. Which I just binge watched while I was sick. So I know Sue. Well, no, Zunami looked great. Zunami looked great. It was just, you know, it was a, the first, first episode type of look. First episode type of look, you need to go to the levels of Q. That's, or, or Dawn. Yeah. It's those levels that you want. And I would say if Amanda had a better reveal um, in terms of her face and her wig, I think that is also like, that's the reveal as well. Like that could have been a viral moment, but Q, I mean, it was, it was just so much scale and that's what you need to give them. You need to give them sound bites and you need to give them like the preview bites, you know? Yeah. I, I thought Q's, that was I loved her reveal. I um I also thought Mirage actually put on a real show with her reveal versus it just being like oh, that's taking true. something off. She actually like made a show of it, like a like a burlesque performance, which I thought was really mm. cool. With the um, big tits. Yeah. With the big tits compared to Safira's you know, ooh, you like these little tits. Safira's <laughs> little boobies. The the journey that Safira's little boobies go on in the last act of this episode. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah, I will say, um, I I think Safira should have I well no, she did get critiqued for it. She didn't really get any points knocked off because, you know, boobs come in all sizes, Ed, and they're all yeah, still boobs. sure. Yeah, you know, boobs, and Ed. they're just placed further in, you know. God yeah. places the boobs where he sees fit. That where that That's natural correct. fat knows what to do, those That's fake correct. boobs don't. And of course, you know, it was just the act one boob. Because later on, we realize yeah. the power of those boobs. Small boobs, big impact. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so this is just like a uh, this is a tiny micro moment before we get to that moment. But I just want to call out uh, during the critiques, uh, Carson kind of points out how Dawn has a Lucille Ball energy, and this mm. is so small. But Amanda is like very appreciative of that of that like 
that comment she's like nodding I'm like oh amanda knows amanda knows what she's talking about and it's just like a really <laughs> sweet moment of like um i don't know it's just you know those micro moments those human moments on the show and i just wanted to point that out the other micro moment i think is the uh well there's two actually rupaul referencing her song click clack when talking about mirage oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah, getting jumbo's to talk about clown jumbo's clown room yeah yep, for sure mm-hmm. which i just i'm like uh fabulous um and then obviously rupaul connecting with safira even more um by getting to say slew foot about three or four times oh all she wanted to do she had the rattle of like slew foot she mm-hmm. just kept wanting to say slew foot and i just love you look like one of them charles like there's no there's no r where there, the, there's no r in charles charles oh, she loves it yeah she loves she it and i just love loves it when um when safira goes hip dysplasia you know she's like yeah <laughs> she says it yeah yeah because i think my my mom's my my grandmother's side of the family we call the mcgonagall feet where it's like the 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 you know the left and they go to the left or the right um but i think it's the same thing it's slew feet well, mary when you walk your feet your feet kind of go out a little bit don't i, I are you no they do not i have self-corrected <laughs> Oh, you have? Oh. Oh. Because they kind of, you know, they're kind of, you have like a, you know, in ballet, there's like first position and like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like your feet, your feet, when you're like walking towards someone, the the toes aren't necessarily pointed at where you're going. They're both kind of pointed a little what? bit What? I'm just <laughs> learning about this. Does it look bad? Oh, really? No, I think I just noticed. It doesn't look. It doesn't look like. Oh, look at that person walking weird. It's not oh, that. Yeah. I'm slew footed, so I got some sloofy. I have a little bit of hip dysplasia, apparently. Please welcome to the stage, hip dysplasia O'Hara. Oh my God, hip dysplasia Barino. Yeah. yeah, hip dysplasia Barino, <laughs> and I'm still here, but also over here. Apparently, I'm just going everywhere. Uh, well, anyway, we get a top two, Safir and Q. Um, I, I I do believe that the cast, these seven people, did put them up to be the top two. I mean, I think it was correct. I certainly didn't disagree with it. I thought whether it was the Queens or RuPaul making a decision, I was like, yep, that that's basically object, objectively the top two this week. Yeah, I think objectively, for sure. I, there are some arguments to be made about Safira's runway um, and how many points that is, but... If you've not listened to All Right, Mary before, you should learn that I am a firm believer that the runway doesn't really count. It only counts if it's really, really bad. Um, that's the only time that a runway can like take a win away from you. And they, I think they liked laughing about the Fisher-Price boobs more than mm-hmm. they hated it. So yeah, it, it's only if it's really bad. But a, a runway look will never get you the win. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I literally, there could be someone out there who's like, oh, no, this queen got it because her look was slightly better. You never know. I'm just saying. I think that I've thought about this enough that I think on Drag Race, at least in the last kind of seven seasons or so, that if you do really well in the challenge, the only thing that's going to stop you is if your look is really, really bad. Now, if, but if you had a really great look, uh, and kind of remitting in the challenge, that's not going to help you. It's not going to make you win. Well, I mean, 
Okay. Heard it here. I I believe you. I'll believe you. It's a very that's a very bold statement and I'll have to believe you. Wow. We'll have to investigate that at some point of like <laughs> Queens. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, Heather. Oh my god, you're gonna cry. Um so, so we get the top two of Safira and Q and Mary, first of all, let's just let's call it out. The budget of having Beyonce break my soul um start this season out, I think is great. Um, it their season 16 is coming being like, nope, we have a full set for the mini challenge and we're giving you break my soul uh, as the first lip sync. It's, you know, showing a lot. Um, but I also have to say, and this is probably the most controversial statement uh, that I'm going to say. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Are you ready? No. Mary, Monica is not who she says she is. Oh, my God. Do you have receipts? Proof? Timeline, screenshots, fucking everything to prove that you are a bully. Anyway, sorry, go on. Listen, uh, you know what? Probably the most controversial statement of mine is probably saying that I preferred Morphine's look over Q's, but that's probably going to change tomorrow, Mary's. Uh, mm-hmm. Q's look was outstanding. It was the level of drag that we expect by season 16 on the first episode. The fact that she made that is out fucking standing. So please. Make sure that you hear that. Um, no, I think that this lip sync was a bloodbath. I think Q was delivering a show and tell poem while Safir was delivering a dissertation. I think Q was step touching for her life while Safir was having a fucking seance. This was a masterclass. Do you think people disagree with you? I I think people are people get weird about Q or or, or their stands, you know. Well, I'm sure there's. I'm sure Q's mom probably thought Q did better. I think even ah. Q probably watched this one. And was like, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, there's no question here. I thought that Safira, yeah, of course. I mean, like this was Monet versus uh, Dusty. This was, uh-huh. you know, Dee 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 versus the Princess. Like there was one queen who was not embarrassing herself, but was not going to win. And there was another queen who was abundantly, obviously going to win and should have, I thought Safira, I mean, could she have done even more? Of course we all could have done more, but you know, we all could have done more, but like what she did with those boobs, you know, short list for the time capsule. Oh, certainly. Well, here's the thing. She she had the mouth and the face throughout, which only added to the comedy, only added to the entertainment that during a lip sync, we were watching her face, that her mouth and her face were as equally engaging as the sliding split that she does to start, the split leg pump that, you know, where she, it's like, it's almost like a Russian dance that she does. She oh, did the yeah. high kicks, she did the Katya slow split. And then, of course, she was bouncing her tits on the ground while ground pounding her her punani bitch her vagina everybody her, her vagina. not punami muse uh no. so yeah i i mean it was to me i thought again like just what a great week for safira what a great way to be like i auditioned for this show skate eight times i'm not going home anytime soon and it was yeah it was so good and you could tell like from the very beginning, before any of the tricks and bits came out, RuPaul gave her a little look where I was like, look at my slew-footed queen up there. She's That's who I'm giving it to. Look at those feet. You're not going to break those ankles either, you know? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, really, uh, 
really good. What, what do I give this episode? I think I think in terms of like openings, in terms of like starts, um, yeah, it's 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 a high B plus, early A minus. I think I was just a little disappointed with the talent show, um, but I did like the twists and I do like the cast. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm going to go ahead and give it an A. I'm going to say okay. that like I. I think the the short of you know the not a plus is like yeah man some real variety in the talent show we saw by the two winners what the benefit of the variety variety in the variety show is um, yeah but like so many points for just how how great these seven queens are how charismatic they are their chemistry I'm invested um, I feel like that's you know. Uh, we we kind of experienced that with Canada season four. We experienced that with UK season five. You don't have to reinvent the whole model if you have a really good cast. Like you gotta reinvent the wheel. You, you gotta reinvent the wheel. wheel. Yeah, you gotta reinvent the wheel. Just get a really good you cast. And I no, yeah, you need a good cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit stirs. People that are afraid are not afraid to act authentically. People that are uh, less self aware, less self producing. I don't want to see that. I don't want any goddamn H and M. You know? Yeah. At least put some put some sparkles on it or whatever she tells uh-huh. them to do. You know, <laughs> um, whatever advice RuPaul gives to the queens that she herself would never take. Um, but indeed, uh, well, that brings me to my BSA of the week. And of course, folks, you know, we have a BSA every week. And it's not necessarily the queen or the contestant or the guest or whatever who does the best. It's just who we walked out, you know, feeling a little sweet on, having some feelings on, wanting to give some sweetie flowers daddy. to. Who's yeah. our sweetie dotty of the week? So my BSA of the week, of course, is Amanda. Oh, you love Amanda Tory. I love Amanda Tory meeting. I just, I think she's, I think she's uh, the PJ Souls of Drag Race. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's between Derek Berry and Dawn, and I'm going to give it to Dawn because Dawn talking back to RuPaul is out fucking standing. If I were to pick a a, a third, you know, inanimate BSA, it's going to be the breastplate on Safira. Yeah. I mean that certainly we will, we will keep that on the shelf for (laughs) the time for the time capsule in many Mm -hmm. months. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. All right. Well, Mary's we're going to leave our opening of season 16 right there. If you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Instagram at all right, Mary pod. You can email us at all right, Mary podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And if you want to hear me talking about best supporting actresses like Amanda, um, uh, you can hear more of me on the best supporting podcast. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Colin Trucker underscore. And you can hear more of both of us. I believe this week we may be putting it out for free just to give everyone a little a little taste. But uh, nuance, the R.A. Mary After Show is back this season. And this season, or, you know, this is, you know, it's all about the people. It's all about you. We want to hear from you. We are answering your questions, responding to your thoughts, taking your polls, playing some games, uh, and, and you know, and then squeezing in some recommendations and whatnot where we want. But all of that, plus our continued coverage of Canada's Drag Race and so much more at patreon.com slash Mary. 
Yeah, I mean, what I love about the nuanced space is, sure, we can talk about drag race, but if there's something that comes up, like reality von Teese on the beach. Oh, my you know, God. Yeah. Or being I mean, kind of a bitch. You know, we could, yeah. we could talk about whatever we want. Um, so if something does come up, I think, uh, you know, like if Saltburn dropped, we might be able to, you know, talk about Saltburn. You know what I mean? Which we've already talked about, but. We I was going to say that, yes, for example, for example, you know, um, par exemple, as they yeah. would say en français. Hmm. Exile français. Luann. Oh, um, Exile-Provence. Sweet. Yeah. That's Lu- <laughs> it's one of Luann's specialties. Was Luann de Fran- she says, she says, Exile française. Oh, I've made a Exile française. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right, Marys. Listen, uh, for those of, the, uh, that, those of you that don't know, uh, Colin is the housewife aficionado i am somebody that doesn't know much about it except for things that uh colin has told me or like the first three seasons of atlanta so yeah i am the cute one she's just my sister you know what i'm saying i don't know who you're talking about yeah oh man that's got to be a last chance lip sync but not this week folks what is it yeah. Uh, our last chance lip sync this week. I I kind of forgot to write one down until we started recording, but luckily the clip of the week gave me a perfect idea. I think this week's last chance lip sync needs to be the song "Wait a Minute" by the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, it's great. Pussycat great Dolls song. are great. Ugh. Yeah, great song. I love them. And and Nicole Scherzinger is coming back to Broadway. Yeah, um, the Boulevard. So so yeah, topical timely. humor. You know, so. Topical humor. Before she was Norma Desmond, she was the only one who sang in a group of five women called the Pussycat Dolls. Right? Is that true? Is she the only one who actually sang? <laughs> I, you know, I actually don't know. I don't know the answer oh, to that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, God bless the other four, but Nicole's great. So, um, so wait a minute. Here's wait a minute by the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> Wait a minute! Oh, wait the second a minute. wait a minute that RuPaul does is so good. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute! She goes, a minute! It goes a little bit up. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! Um, anyway, wait a minute, we will... In a minute, in a minute, in a minute. We will hopefully see you all in a nuance and uh, scenes. All right, Marys. See you later. That'll do. scenes. That'll do. Hot scenes. Lisa needs braces. braces.